What's up, everybody? Welcome, welcome, welcome to episode one of The Daily Squeeze. I am so excited to be here with y'all. I am so happy, ecstatic, grateful, blessed. Uh, y'all don't even know it means the world to me. Thank you so much for tuning in. We are going to be breaking down what is necessary and what it means to actually get to squeezing your juice okay um as most of you who know me know my motto is you can't get the juice without the squeeze um but before we get to the juice we actually got to get to the fruit and before we get to the fruit we need a seed okay and there's a whole process so we're gonna actually break that whole thing down and actually look to see what is it in our lives that needs to shift so that we can make sure that we are doing what we need to to be the best selves that we are okay in today's episode we are actually going to start with the foundation when you think about a seed and you think about plants and you think about growth the first thing that comes to mind at least for me is is the foundation ready is the soil prepared is the ph of the soil good is the water good the ph of the water is there enough sunlight like are all the bits and pieces that need to be together for this seed to be able to have the proper nutrients to grow in the area have to assess the soil so when we talk about growth when we talk about self-growth or the self-healing journey or whatever the first thing you need to do is actually sit back and reflect on where you are now so how does one do that? Well, when we think about life and we think about what it is that we want from life, it all boils down to two words, satisfaction and fulfillment. Now, one thing about me that a lot of people know is that I have such a super dope and super close relationship with my dad. And my father, I'm convinced, is a genius, okay? Well, not convinced he is. He's definitely a genius. Um, but he always gives these gives me these little bits that just like stick with me and make me, you know, really think deeper about concepts that I never thought would, you know, were that deep. Um, and one that has been kind of like the anthem of my life is words have meaning. You define something by how you name it or naming is perceiving is the way that he puts it but essentially it boils down to words have meaning right and that meaning means something when we look at satisfaction versus fulfillment the first thing that we need to do is actually define those two things what does it mean to be satisfied and what does it mean to be fulfilled are the two interchangeable or do they converge at some point or are they just parallel and like what is it so i took the liberty of actually going to the oops, i took the liberty of actually going to the googles and finding the definitions for us so the definition of satisfaction satisfaction is the fulfillment of one's wishes expectations 
or needs or the pleasure derived from this. Fulfillment is the achievement of something desired, promised, or predicted, the, the meaning or the meeting of a requirement or condition. So a lot of the times when I think about people who talk about self-care, self-love journeys, um, self-growth journeys, they always use these two terms interchangeably. However, based on these two definitions, one actually deepens the other. Satisfaction is, in layman's terms, the bandage, if you will, of a present state of being. So for example, let's say I'm hungry because I always am, okay? Let's say I'm hungry and I really am in the mood for some steak. A nice juicy steak, you know, with some potatoes on the side, you know, all the goodness. Now, for whatever reason, steak isn't readily available to me right now. I could get up and go to the store, you know, or maybe I have to def I have some meat in the freezer. I got to def defrost it. I don't know. But at the moment, it's not readily available. However, there's a burger that I can make fairly easy. I'm hungry. I just need something in my system. I need to satisfy this hunger, this feeling of hunger that I have right now. So I eat the burger. Now, biologically speaking, I'm full, right? Like, biologically speaking, the need to eat, the, the feeling of hunger has been satisfied. However, I'm still craving my steak. Like, I'm eating the burger thinking like, dang, what am I going to eat next? Because what I'm eating at the moment doesn't fulfill me right so when we take a step back and we look at our lives and where we currently are we have to sit back and think are the things that i'm doing or is the place that i'm at not only satisfying to the person that i am to my being to my core but is it fulfilling is there a sense of fulfillment do I feel that I am feeding the core of who I am? And if you can't answer that question, then you're in the right place. Because the truth is, most of us are walking around satisfied in our condition. Always craving for more but never being able to fulfill the need, that thirst, that hole that we may have. So we fill it with a good job. We fill it with chasing the bag. We fill it with, you know, trying to be the baddest thing walking around. We fill it with going to the gym. We fill it with food. We fill it with whatever. We keep chasing, chasing, chasing. And when one thing doesn't work, then we move on to the next. And that's because though the desire to have fulfillment has been satisfied 
it has not truly been fulfilled. So here's the thing. The first thing you need to know, or here's the thing. You might be asking, well, Juice, how how do I how do I know if I'm even like how do I know if I'm if I am satisfied? How do I know how do I know if I am fulfilled? Like, you know, you have to first define who you are as an individual. Because what you want stems from what you need. What you need stems from who you are. And if you don't know who you are, guess what? You're not going to know what you need. And if you don't know what you need, you're definitely not going to know what you want. Right? So the first question I want you to ask yourself, well, obviously the first one is, well, am I fulfilled? Am I satisfied? Now, some of you may be both fulfilled and satisfied, and that's great. So you just you just out here listening, living your best life just for, for fun. But I guarantee you, if you really sit back and think, when I lay at bed, when I lay in bed at night, do I feel as though I'm longing for more? And if the answer that to that question is yes, then you are not living a life of fulfillment. But that's okay. Because even though a lot of us go through this life never reaching that point, it is possible and it is easier in a sense than what you think. Getting to that point is a lot simpler than you think. So now that you've asked yourself, and again, being honest with yourself, all right, like, this this self this self healing journey is not or this you know this healing journey let me not say self healing journey but this healing journey is not one that is easy um to grapple with yourself cuz like you you really are like you know having to deep dive and look in and be honest and even be honest about the things that you're being honest about and quote unquote honest about right like because sometimes we think we're being honest but the reality is we're leaving out one or two things and those one or two things are actually the key to um taking us to the level that we need to be so when we when we think about what it is that we need right like i said we have to first define who it is that we are. At the core of who we are, we are mind, body, spirit. And our being has a desire to be fulfilled in all areas. Now, you may be good in the mind and in the body, but your spirit is troubled. And you may not even know why, right? I know for me, I... A little bit about myself i grew up in the church i grew up you know as a pentecostal fuego pentecostal okay i grew up pentecostal um and there was you know it there was nothing really major or anything wrong that happened and i'm scarred or anything but one thing I will say is that, and I know this goes for a lot of young people today, there always felt like there was something missing. And I was someone who was super involved in the worship team. You know, I got little vocals here and there. 
um, involved in the worship team. I was always involved in this and in that. However, there was, in a sense, conviction missing, right? I wasn't convicted about what I was doing. I was doing because I was supposed, I was doing what I was doing because I kind of had to, right? Like I couldn't go against my parents, but also, you know, within myself, I didn't necessarily feel, feel the purpose, if that makes sense, that I was supposed to in my life. So as we all know, we go to college and, you know, things got a little cry cry. Um, and for me, they definitely got a little cray cray. Okay. But, um, praise the Lord that the prodigal son had brought me back. Okay. But when he did, uh, the honeymoon phase faded fairly quickly. Once things got bad, really bad. And it took me almost eight years, seven years really in full but about eight years to get to the point where I'm at now. And it all stemmed from realizing that the person that I thought I was was actually a puppet, a pretender. It was a mask. Because of the trauma that I've experienced in my life and all the experiences that I've had in my life, as we all do, right? I didn't realize that my coping mechanism was actually complete dissociation of reality. And the truth is, is that I was living my life in a false reality with a false persona. And even like introducing myself as Lee Juice, right? It's interesting because no one ever calls me by my real name. I have always lived life with an alias. Like when I was in, you know, school, like people called me Julie, still not my full name. Um, like the people I grew up with called me Julie or they called me Juge or Juju or they called me other things when I got to college Juju was my thing and then um which still is right like I still go by that nickname but also um then I created this persona of the juice and like you know I was just living in these various characters because me Julianne okay wasn't someone that I wanted to be because Julianne had a lot of hurt, a lot of pain, a lot of drama, and a lot of trauma that she didn't want to face and she didn't want to actually dive in and do the work necessary to, you know, be healed. But because I also didn't know where do I go for healing and we're going to get to that because the thing is, knowing that you have a problem is the first step to actually fixing the problem. But sometimes, well not sometimes, most times, when something is broken, you need an outside source to actually come and do that fixing. Even a plant, right? Plants have the ability to regenerate 
to regrow stems, regrow roots. However, if the nutrients aren't available in its surroundings, it won't grow. It'll choke it and it'll die. So this idea of self-healing is kind of a false one because you can't really heal yourself. Well, not you can't really, you can't heal yourself because if you could, everybody would be okay, right? So we have to recognize that body, the physical, yeah, we can control that to a certain extent. You know, if you're, if you're healthy, able-bodied, you know, you have everything. Like, to a, to a certain extent, you can control body. Mind, a little bit more difficult to control, but in a sense, you can control that as well. But that last piece of the spirit is the one where it makes the difference between being able to reach fulfillment as opposed to just staying satisfied. So going back to this idea of foundation, we have to sit back and think, is the source from which I'm getting my nutrients, and when I'm talking about nutrients, I'm talking about feeding your soul. Is the source that I'm drawing from a well of life? Or is it actually a well of death? Now you may ask, well, what constitutes something as a well of life and versus a well of death? Well, we're going to get into that deeper in episode 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. But I just want to take the time to really sit back and ask these questions. Because it's really critical that you take a second to analyze yourself and really take a second to be real with yourself. So when you think about how you're feeding your soul, I want you to actually sit back and think, does it feel as though I'm continuing to have to do more, find more, look for more, look for something different? I have the money that I want. I have the the car that I want. I have the house that I want. I have the husband that I want. I have the I have everything that I could want that I could desire. But yet there's something missing. If the answer to that question is yes, that means that you are not feeding your soul the right way. You are not actually providing your being, the core of who you are, your essence. You are not giving it the nutrients that it needs, right? We can be just like, you know, certain foods. You can be eating nutrient-rich food or you can be eating food that may be high in calorie but ain't got no type of nutrient at all. So what kind of food are you eating? I'll be honest. It may be hard to sit back and realize like, wow, okay, I thought that I was doing something good for myself. I thought that I was doing something good for myself. Notice that I said I was doing something good for myself. I thought that, you know, I was putting myself in the position to be successful in this, that, and the third. But what is success? What, what makes you, what makes anyone, what deems anyone to be successful? Is it money? Is it fame? Is it like, what is it? 
truthfully or truly, success is being able to say, yes, I'm fulfilled. I am whole. I not only know who I am, but I have an understanding of who I am. And it's, it's a beautiful thing to have once you get there. But it's also a non-stop, continual journey. You never stop growing. You never stop learning yourself. You never stop discovering who you are. Because that's just the nature of life, right? As we, as we get older, we evolve and it's just a constant cycle. Life to death, death to life. And that's just that. So point I want to really drill home here is that in order for you to really get to the point where you can say, yes, I am fulfilled, introspection is key and being honest about it as well. So the questions, again, I want you to not to just ask yourself, but write it down. Am I satisfied with where I am in life right now? Am I fulfilled with where I am in life right now? And take the time to actually write down why or why not. Because not only knowing the what, but also knowing the why is, is essential. And the last thing I want you to ask yourself is, what are the desires that I think would allow for me to have a sense of fulfillment? And again, be real with yourself. We're going to actually deep dive and talk about how your responses really show you who you are at this moment and how they can inform the depths at which we're going to have to really get in there and pull out to be able to ensure that we're preparing the ground for our seeds to be planted so that we can grow the fruit to squeeze the juice, okay? I'll talk a little bit about my journey. I've always struggled with my relationships with men and I know for a fact initially it started with my perceived relationship that I had with my father and some you know childhood experiences that I've I've gone through but when I was in college I was about 22 at the time I was a late bloomer, okay? It took me a while to graduate. Life happens. But when I got to college, um, there was an experience that I had with the dude that I was dealing with. And it made me realize that I'm a self-sabotager. That was what really opened my eyes to like, oh, you are like doing this thing where you kind of act crazy, knowing that I'm not crazy at all, y'all. When I tell you, I really, I'm really not. But I was aware that I was doing things that is actually 
you know, a turn off just to make sure that this guy doesn't want to move forward and then I can make it seem like they're the bad guy. And the Yeah, that sounds kind of crazy, but like, you know, we're not going all there. Um, and if you're listening, I'm sorry, I apologize if I've, if you've ever been, you know, subjected to that. Um, but yeah, that's where I was at. And when I realized like that's what I was doing, I had a massive breakdown and that breakdown was the beginning of what could have been the countdown to the end of my life but praise the lord okay when the devil tries it the lord supplies it because i'm still here amen amen but um you know it's just interesting that it really takes one trigger to show you like boop this who you is okay you ain't all all that in a bag of chips you actually the air that's in the bag of chips okay you full of it all right and um yeah that's where i was at and i'm like oh okay but guess what did i want to work on myself no no i did not okay i just kept living my merry way but it got worse and then it got worse and it got worse because you know the truth is is that i had though i had my faith it wasn't faith that was grounded in anything it was more of an experimental or not experimental and experience kind of faith as opposed to a relational kind of faith so when you really sit back and take take the time to look at yourself and say hey you my friend are the problem you my friend need to change it's not so and so it's not my dad it's not my mom it's not because they don't know how to deal with me and no it's i'm acting and interacting in this way because there's something wrong with me there's something that i heard once that someone said that was like what was the quote oh people treat us based on what we allow or people treat us based on yeah people treat us people will treat us based upon the boundaries that we allow them to treat us right like if this is my boundary and i say listen you could just do whatever to me then people will take a take the inch and make it five miles but once you start setting boundaries people ain't gonna be able to disrespect you in that way because uh this is the boundary that i have set. there is no going in and out because this is what i have said right so when you realize that people are only treating you in a certain way because you are the one allowing them to do that, my friend, that's when you can sit back and say, okay, <laughs> um, I didn't realize I was the problem, but I guess I am. So what do I do now? So shout outs to you for actually making it this far, because as I said, it's a difficult journey to take because it's hard but the solution is a lot easier than we all think it is and as we continue to go through this journey together i just really want to encourage you guys to just be honest open and real with yourself because if you're not going to be real with yourself you're going to just be wasting your time and continuing this cycle 
of looking and chasing after things that are only bringing you satisfaction when you can actually be fulfilled, right? As you go into this next week, I want you to ensure that you are asking and observing and looking at your habits, looking at your patterns, looking at how you feel, really analyzing your day-to-day in terms of not only your actions, but your reactions, your emotions, everything that you're doing. I want you to be super aware of it and start writing it down and make a list of what you notice. Observe yourself so that when you come back next week, we can actually take the time to go through what we've observed and see, well, Here's where we're at. In order to prepare our foundation for planting, we need to ensure that we get this right first. So I just want to say thank you for rocking with me today. Like I said, I'm just gassed and so excited to be here and so excited to be able to share not only my story, but be able to start you off on your journey to squeezing the juice. Because again, we all deserve to be our best selves. But remember, it takes a lot of hard work, but if you enjoy the journey as you go through it, it makes it all that much sweeter. So I look forward to seeing you next week. Thank you again. Be blessed. Peace. Get into the road. (laughs) Let's try that again.